Hello, you found the Texas Steampunk Connection, your source for all things steampunk in the great free state of Texas. We have adventures. We review books, movies, and games. We interview cool people, and we share upcoming events. And we ask the all-important question, is it steampunk? What is steampunk? I'm Flavio. I'm Erica. And I'm Fax. <laughs> we are your hosts. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Texas, Texas Steampunk Connection. Okay. Hello. <laughs> hey, here we go. That's how we do things. <laughs> All right. Texas Steampunk Connection, episode 10. Hooray. 3.0. Yeah, 3.0. I forgot to mention 3.0 last time. Yep. Basically season, season three. three. 2018. <laughs> Coming up on the end of it. Woo! And you're still with us. Thank you. We're still here. We made it. So this this episode, we got a little bit of a recap for some travels that happened. You went to Dickens on the Strand in Galveston again. That's right. We did. Um, and that is the first weekend in December every single year well, for the last 40-something years, last, except for last, last year, which last got rained out. Last was the second weekend. Because mm-hmm. the first weekend got rained out. No, no, no. It flooded. We, we, had, we had a different event the first weekend. No, wait. No. Uh, Steampunk November. You know, I'm all screwed up. <laughs> no. You are correct. Every year. Every year. The first weekend of December is Dickens on the Strand. We'll just cut this part. Okay. Okay. For 45 years. <laughs> For, 45 years. Yes. This was the 45th year. Good golly. Gosh. You think they know what they're doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not a steampunk event, but the steampunks have taken over quite a bit of it. Was there a lot of steampunk again this year? Mm-hmm. I know there was a there meetup were, there were, that you weren't there was able to a, get to because of stairs. There was a, a small meetup of the the Houston Steampunk group, and I heard good things about them. I met a few of them later, but I wasn't able to make it because of delays and stuff. Uh, I regret that. Yeah, I wasn't able to go because my car was falling apart at the time. Oops. Um, <laughs> apparently, if I had driven, it would have. I would have risked losing a tire, <laughs> losing a wheel. A right? wheel. Yeah. So falling right off. I'm, I'm glad you f- figured that out. Man, but it was, was but it was show. a good time. The weather was great. Perfect. You couldn't uh, have asked for a nicer weekend. Which is unusual because we mentioned flooding from previous mm-hmm. years or heat stroke or freezing, freezing cold. Yeah. Yeah. You never know what the temperatures are going to do. Yeah, but, it was sunny. It was clear. It was breezy. It was just absolutely perfection. About se- 70 degrees in the daytime. It mm-hmm. got down to maybe 50 at night. Not too hot, not too cold. Fax's sister found us a really great place in the older neighborhood of Galveston. For very reasonable rates. Mm-hmm. Next year, if you go to Dickens on the Strand, consider getting one of these uh, yep. uh, home like- rental things. and You can find some fine accommodations for very little money. Yeah, I believe she went through HomeAway or Vacation Rentals by owner, but this was a house that had been divided into two units. There was a downstairs unit that was taken up by these two ladies from Dallas that apparently used this house many times before for their vacation needs. I see why now. And they <laughs> there, there's a, a nice big backyard, patio, fire pit, barbecue grill if you felt like cooking out. And then uh, our unit was upstairs, three bedrooms, living area, adorable little kitchen, and a little uh, outdoor balcony patio where we could sit and drink coffee and look out at the world and it was just lovely and of course they're they're all victorian homes that's mm-hmm. 100 year old houses so perfect yeah. they're fantastic i'm sorry i missed it damn yeah it was really really nice we enjoyed it so much and sadly we, we didn't neither one of us made it to dickens on this dickens on maine in bernie which i hear is getting bigger and better every yeah. year yeah yeah memphis had a vet appointment that just didn't work out for time-wise yeah, he had a 
medical condition. I'm still curious about the status of back back alley Santa. <laughs> the back alley Santa mystery continues until next year. Check out our episode last year about this time where we talk about that back alley Santa. I, I, yeah. <laughs> we're going to discover the mystery one year. Yes, we Sometime, will. Someday. Right. Um, so Dickens was fantastic. There was a lot of steampunks. We met up with a lot of uh, friends that we knew from everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ren Fair, uh, steampunk community. Obviously, the local Houston people. Mm-hmm. The Houston Super folks. friendly. Can't believe they remembered us. But <laughs> thank you, guys. You're awesome. Yep. Lots of th- wonderful things to buy. Lots of wonderful things to eat and drink. Good shopping. Good music. Bees. Oh, yes. The bees. <laughs> there were so, bees? Well, you've, you've been to Dickens before. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that, that root beer truck? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't remember the name of the place, but they make their own root beers. Mm-hmm. And, and you, get, you buy that cup and you can refill it throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. You, you get a, a tin cup. And, uh, and of course... The root beers and birch beers and all those things right. are very sweet. Mm-hmm. And no matter where they go, bees follow because Wild bees bills. like that. Wild bills. You were right. <laughs> You've got a cup right there. Yeah, that you always forget. Wild bills. Yeah, I always forget mine too every year. So yeah, you you buy the cup and then you can refill all day long, and and it's set up to like these old fashioned barrels that you pull the tap and. So, and so, yes, there were, there were bees around. I love bees personally. Bees are my friends, and it is my goal in life someday to have my very own hive. But other people are very twitchy. But some people are, are allergic, and some people are frightened of bees. And the, the sad thing is, is that the more agitated you get around bees, the more mm-hmm. agitated the bees get around you. So if you see a bee, be calm. Uh, move slowly away from what, whatever the bee might be interested in, and uh, everything will go well. Good advice. Good advice. <laughs> uh, we also went to uh, the, was that the Oddities Fair? Oh, yeah, yeah. Previous weekend mm-hmm. uh, at the uh, Palmer Events Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was amazing. Oddities and Curiosities Expo. That's right. That's right. And, and that's a traveling show that goes all over the United States. And they, they have vendors from all over the place who... Some of them follow the show and are at every single show, and some of them are just they just pick up locally. So the Curia Arcanum people were there mm-hmm. um, for the day, and we went to their grand opening. Mm-hmm. And we had gone to the Curia Arcanum episodes ago, yeah. and they actually have more stuff than when we went to their grand opening. They're carrying even more interesting things, so definitely worth a trip back. We also met some steampunks from Tulsa, Oklahoma. At the Curiosities Expo. Oh, wow. Cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had some leather w- works that were really interesting and fun. Hats and gauntlets and bracers and things. Fiddly bits. Yes. Uh, printed materials. Uh, what, one of the guys there is a school librarian. Does that sound right? That, I think so. And apparently they're getting rid of all their old like dictionaries because... Who uses a dictionary anymore? <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he takes some... Dictionaries uh, or encyclopedias? Uh, these were dictionaries. Okay. I bet they get rid of their encyclopedias too. So he takes the pages and he prints... Vintage images. Some vintage image on the oh, on okay. top of the dictionary page mm-hmm. and, and mounts that. And they look really cool. Yeah, I like uh, that kind of artwork. That's, yeah. That's nice. And there were lots of dead things. Oh, uh, I never <laughs> saw so many dead animals before in my life. Lots of interesting taxidermy, uh, wet specimens in jars, uh, butterflies and insects mounted. Uh, some of them in artistic ways and some of them just in sort of like a scientific display sort of way. There were a lot skulls of skulls. and various bones. Yeah. It, was, it was very interesting, very cool. 
once again, we ran into lots of people we knew, which was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if, if it's going to come around again, I think in August of next year, which that's uh. not fun to wear steampunk clothes in August, but whatever. <laughs> we can do it. It's indoors. It's an indoor venue. At least that's in, that's in Austin. Now, where mm-hmm. you are, do a little searching. I'm sure they're coming through uh, major cities. Yeah, if it's a big tour thing, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure it will. Make that a make that a date to to check out all the the other the freaks and the geeks and the and buy yourself a stuffed possum. <laughs> Those were weird. <laughs> they took a a dead possum and made it into a pillow, a possum shaped pillow. You're Ugh. supposed to actually use it as a pillow. Man, I don't know. It's, it's not my bag. Uh, I don't, they that, probably had a possum bag too, if you really wanted one. But you know, I'm sure that, it's a that conversation would be an starter. Or curiosity, or both. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I, I, yeah, I missed that. Also, I think I was, I was, I was not feeling well that day. Yeah. And they had live. They had belly dancers, uh, local belly dancers from here. I'm sure we knew some of them, right? Uh, I, I've seen them before. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're not mm-hmm. close. Okay. <laughs> And Captain when they Burton come to your city, so. I, I imagine they, they book local uh, bands or okay, yeah. attractions for you to check out, too. So, yeah, check them out. On another note, I would like to – we never do this, but at one of these uh, holiday art shows, I met the Urban Savage Body Care uh, line, and they kindly gave me one of their mustache waxes. Oh, that uh, I have really enjoyed. I think it's the bourbon leather and cedarwood bandit, they call it. Um, and it smells really nice. And I imagine if it's going to be on your mustache under your nose, you want it to smell nice. Well, I, I've got a number of other mustache waxes. They just generally don't smell like anything. Oh, okay. But the, the, the scent is real nice. Uh, also, it, it seems to hold up to Texas. Uh, it, it, I'm not in the summer yet. Right. But but so far, it is it has held up and kept my mustache in a very neat shape rather than the mess that it usually is. Mm-hmm. So, thank you to the Irvin Savage Body Care. Uh, if you have a mustache or are thinking about maybe growing one, <laughs> uh, check them out. Uh, IrvinSavageBodyCare.com have... or they're on Facebook, of course. Yeah, they, they also have body washes and things like that. So, if you just like to smell nice when you get out of the shower... Oh, yeah. Wash up. Beard oils, body wash, you know, things that make men cleaner. (laughs) Yeah, I might have to look into that. It seems like my goatee is getting kind of scraggly. Damn it, dudes. (laughs) Wash your stank bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) You heard it here first, people. Well, maybe not first, but you should be here listening anyway. (laughs) So we're going to continue with our Steampunk November interviews as well. We we, we got a lot of these, so uh, we've got some... Really interesting people that we met there that we got a chance to sit down with. Yes. Uh, who are we talking to today? Well, we talked to a gentleman who's um, the the face of the Durian. Is that pr- Durian, Durian Gray? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Productions. yeah. That's um, a good one. From what I'm told, Durian is a type of stinky fruit. Yeah, well, we get into that in the interview. <laughs> yeah, so. So I did not know anything about this, but it was funny. He's a really nice guy. He, they 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 put on shows mostly at Acon mm-hmm. and uh, here in Texas at Steampunk November as well. Uh, and maybe different library stuff, but they put on a bunch of shows. He's a really fun guy. Um, So let's hear what he has to say. We're recording. All right, we have another guest, Dan Bernardo. Here at Steampunk November 2018, 
Uh, Sunday morning, afternoon now. And you're with, what did you say, Dorian? Durian. 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 Durian Gray Productions. Yes, um, pleasure to be here at Steampunk Connection, um, or Texas Steampunk Connection, rather. My apologies. No worries. Uh, the main thing, yes, Durian Gray Productions. We realize we're sort of suckers for bad puns, and two of the founding members, myself included, are Filipino guys. So one bad pun, and suddenly that became the name of the company. <laughs> <laughs> for those listening who don't know, a durian is a is an Asian fruit that is so stinky yes. that some countries have rule laws against opening one up indoors. Indeed, actually. Um, so uh, just a little bit of background. Durian Gray Productions is a troupe of improv performers based here in the North Texas area. Two of the founding members, myself again included, were from the Philippines where literally, hand to God, in my hometown in the Philippines, festivals for the durian. We call it the king of fruits. It is the most noble of fruits. There are floats. Stinky, stinky floats. You know the guy from um, from Bizarre Foods, Andrew Zimmern? Mm -hmm. He hates eating those, and he's the guy from Bizarre Foods. Just to give you all perspective on this. And we... In a world where we have all these, you know, steampunk airship captains and noblemen and aristocrats, adventurers and all that, our first gig, we thought it'd just be a one-shot deal. Let's be steampunk Filipino salesmen. <laughs> we, we talked about kickstarting the Durian Wars, convince everyone in the West that this is the new thing, the hip thing, it will beat tea, durian fruit. And once, oh, wow. Yeah, one thing led to another <laughs> over the game and the show we did. And next thing we know, that just stuck. It became the company. Our crest has a terrible spiky fruit on the side. It's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I've, never heard, I've heard of it, but I've never, I've never smelled it. And I've definitely never tasted it. How does it taste? All right. <laughs> I would describe it best. And again, take this with a grain of salt because I actively enjoy eating them. So look at a mace. Like a morning star spiked right. mace. That's what it kind of looks like. Big spiky thing about the size of a human head. When you crack it open, it smells kind of of feet. The meat of the plant itself is creamy and falls apart, kind of like custard that started to harden. <laughs> and I think it tastes kind of like onions and cooked chicken. That doesn't sound too bad, actually, the taste anyway. <laughs> the smell is awful. Like, we, yeah. we have the fruit sellers in the market have to be downwind. There are specific <laughs> rules. He wasn't kidding. There are yeah, rules yeah. on importing, exporting, all of that. If you ever want to try one, by all means, we'll do a um, we'll do a group tasting, and we'll see how that goes. Oh, that sounds interesting. And that's that's the trick because a durian is an enormous fruit, so you can't just have a little bit. Oh, no, you finish <laughs> or, it in the or you have to have sitting. a lot of friends. Yeah, a lot of friends that you're going to lose after this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 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 an improv troupe, you said. Yes, indeed. How did you get involved here at Steampunk November? It was a series of strange occurrences and events that led us here. Um, for those of you who might be in the know around the Texas area, the DFW area always has ACON, the big anime convention. Yep, right, beginning yeah. of summer. Exactly. That's where we really got our teeth cut, performing there. Uh, I'll tell you that long story at another time, but we got our first in with a big wig over there performing uh, just at the tea parties that they're there as costume characters interacting. And from there, we got another in. She said, I know people down in Mansfield. She's actually um, working here right now, handling some of the logistics and event coordination now. Bethany Davis, if you ever meet her, wonderful woman. But she told us, come on in. They're just starting up. They need people to be costume characters, almost like the... Uh, Disney character actors. Right, right. And we just ate that up. We got in. We decided this would be a great chance to start us off, get into some of our other 
hobbies and talents. One of the guys does clowning. A few of myself included in my outfit right now. I'm a um, I'm going to be the player piano in the saloon over there. You heard that right, player piano, not piano player. I'm in an automaton costume, and there's this horrendous backpack rig with a coin slot on me. So We'll get a picture of that. Oh, yes, on. well, definitely. But that's um, really Shane and Leslie, the folks running Steampunk November, have been nothing but nice to us. Got us in here and said, yes, um, they practically let us be use this as the guinea pig station for our new acts, our new shows coming up with material that we're going to be using. We did um, our Mad Cat Melodrama. That's our new one right now. Imagine whose line is it anyway with a Victorian melodrama as the setting. Nice. So we brought out the Durian Gray Company as a, a character group and they themselves are now being forced to play terrible overdone characters in the boss's side project doing over the do- over the top melodramas things like that <laughs> yeah that sounds fantastic um wow uh what uh since now we, we understand a little bit how you got into into steampunk or got sort of roped into it <laughs> uh you've really taken it a taken and, and internalized it what things about steampunk do you like or what because it is so va- uh, varied and and diverse, what uh, what what excites you about steampunk? What gets you going? Well, I'll I'll tell you this. Um, I work also with a costume company up in North Texas and uh, Rose Costumes. Shameless plug: rosecostumes.com. But <laughs> through that job, I've been teaching workshops for theater groups and. Um, mostly theater schools, the the drama departments and programs at conventions. And one kid, he was, I forget his name, I forget what school he was with, but he was this young fellow, um, Asian like myself, and he brought up the phrase both historical fiction and science fiction in whatever manner you wish to blend that. And that I took that to heart because the eight if I may be so bold as to say, the Industrial Revolution and the 1800s weren't necessarily kind to everyone. But no, in a steep, not, not to most not, people, really. No, no. That, whole, that whole no voting thing and the factories, yes. But to the optimists, having what we have now, we can employ our ideals, our virtues, our values with their aesthetic. We take the things we want from it and only the things we want from it, and we make that so... So we have two guys, two Filipino men, who's like, there'd be nothing really for us in the actual 1800s, but here we can be terrible businessmen. We can also do a, a take on the fashion from it. We've dressed in terrible ethnic clothing of a Filipino nature, using different woven textiles over top of our suits to make us look more exotic. If you ever talk <laughs> with them, actually, this is a shout out to the Filipinos in the audience who may be listening. If you ever wear a traditional barong with a suit jacket and you tuck it in, you're clearly a con artist. So, of course, that's what we do with our tail coats <laughs> and just try to convince everyone. It's a great blend, really. The freedom to um, to take the past and make it what you want it to be. And you can make it more optimistic. You can make it more beautiful. And you can find a place at the table, wherever you're from, whoever you are. You can be you in this setting, and it's... And it's beautiful that way. I love it. It's it's my favorite part. I totally agree with that because I mean sometimes people focus on the English Victorian period, and it's like, but it's the the other parts of the world were around during that time as well. Absolutely. You know, it's like we're, like like we're in Texas right now. So thus most so of the time, we see a lot of Wild West. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of West, cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love no. the look of that. Actually, um, so yes, uh, the other one of the other founding members, um, you met him before, Kit. He had the fantastic red coat. Mm-hmm. He and I were the ones who sat down as we're planning out the first appearance at Akon. So they want us to be horrendous guests at their tea party. <laughs> what should we be? Aristocrats? No, no. Everyone's an aristocrat. <laughs> Adventurers, sky pilots. We didn't have too many props for the guns or any of that. We we're broke at the time. Like, no, no. What, what? There has to be something with punch. We look at each other. We shall be steampunk Filipino men, <laughs> and thus began Durian Gray. Awesome. That that is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. It, it it's hard to find in, in in steampunk at this point. Now that we've really established ourselves, everybody has. A niche that they've filled. It's hard to find a new one that exactly. somebody hasn't seen already. Exactly. Yeah, every, that, everybody's a sky pirate or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And I love but. it. It's all great and wonderful. And you can actually, when you talk with some of them who've really put their heart into it, they'll tell you history. Yep. They'll tell you ways they've thrown out conventions. It's really amazing to see when you really find it and you love it and you make it your own. We had a former member of the troupe. Okay, so a little bit of a backstory. Every year we do a different show at Akon. They have their big fancy afternoon tea, high tea. You get sandwiches, various tea selections, and we do a mystery game for it. Every year we bring a new show and we make new people. One of our former members, she's no longer with us. She's up in a Seattle with some dream job. Wonderful woman. But <laughs> she's, she's in a better yeah, place. Yeah, she's in a far better place. <laughs> but she decided, what if I was a steampunk patissier? So we made her this horrendous, like, imagine steampunk Betty Crocker. Oh. <laughs> Terrible apron, bandolier of cooking utensils and spices. This horrendous thing. And she's part of this, the face of this, this almost, again, Betty Crocker company. Ready-made cakes and meals and everything. But you find out she's actually an atrocious cook herself. <laughs> we made a book for her. You know, if you remember Ratatouille, Anyone Can Cook. We made her cookbook, Anything is Edible. That was the niche You say we find a niche We found ours We're the clowns We can be silly And bad at our jobs So that everyone else Can laugh And have fun And feel You know They get to be the heroes They get to be the stars We're this We're this side project Side joke That you can just have In the background I Everybody loves a clown Well I also think I also think that uh, Taking on roles like that Allows other people to not take themselves too seriously. You, yeah. you are you are leading uh, and, and showing people how to how to create characters in steampunk that have don't fun. have to be yeah. you know stuffy and the winner absolutely. the the, uh, the rich industrialist. They can be just you know something a little more goofy, a little absolutely. more fun, and uh, you create the fun and let their hair down. You know, um, okay. I don't know how many of you are familiar with live action role playing. I take a lot <laughs> I'm of very that. Familiar. You know, there we go. Perfect. I started that back in my wild high school years and working for the company and being goblin number three or the peasant whose farm is burning has really taught me in a world where everyone competes to be the coolest I'll step aside and let you be cooler by being funny by breaking the norm getting you from being so stuffy in the arms race of who can be the biggest hero no let's let's all remember that we're having fun here we're all friends at the end of this whatever your character is and that, that's something I imparted onto the rest of the troop. Yes. If we're the weird, zany, funny ones, everyone else can just relax a bit and take comfort in where they're at. I like. 
uh, one of the things I liked about playing in Monster Camp in LARP yeah. uh, is they, they give you a role and it's really simple and they just expect you to go out and die. Yeah. yeah. But it gives you so much leverage to write in whatever you want to this character. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, no. One of my favorite moments back in that era. All right, you're supposed to bring in people to help you kill a monster, and you're bad at your job. Here's a few things in case you need to do it. And I sat there like, right. Bad at my you job. You gave me a few spells out of this book, and I need people to solve my problem. You've now told me I'm Gilderoy Lockhart from Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And I decided that's what's going to happen. Nice. It's, it's wonderful to really... To really have your freedom from that. We have had some truly uh, absurd roles, and the T's have gotten further, like, further left field. There's still obviously the full high T and the sandwiches and everything, but the concept, the premise has gotten weird. Last year, well, two years ago, we did a terrible seance, and Ooh. we all got possessed instead oh. <laughs> of summoning a spirit, and you had to figure out who was possessed by what, and whatever's possessing them doesn't want to leave, so you're going to have to figure that out and solve this ancient text we wrote on all the placemats. And then last oh, year, a fighting high game High T is an escape room. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then last year, we did um, we decided to make fun of fighting game tournaments, and we made the World Dueling Federation, or WDF. I made a giant <laughs> wrestling belt and everything. Someone stole the grand prize, oh, and you have to figure out who did that. And we just we thought, all right, what are the worst characters we've ever seen in Street Fighter? We're being them, but steampunk. <laughs> Let's do this. Oh, that is awesome. Yes. So do you only do this at Akon, or are there other places that people can find you and uh, take in some of this awesomeness? Well, I'll tell you this. Akon's our big one. We call that sort of the unofficial start of our season, because that's when we debut whatever our new tea show is. But we've been expanding and growing over the past couple of years from just a little side weekend project to something that actually is getting viability. Um, if you're in the North Texas, er Texas area, admittedly, that's where you're going to find us most often, but We've been booking areas at local libraries. We actually, um, uh, Wiley Public Library grabbed us to do um, an interactive style thing for Frankenstein. It, it's the 200th anniversary of its writing. Oh, but wow. Throughout um, spring, we've got a few public libraries we're going to bring our tea shows to. Uh, they have their little mini library cons. That's been a thing recently yep. with them, mm -hmm. just to get more people in and involved. Uh, shameless plug, duriangray.com, that is D-U-R-I-A-N-G-R-E-Y.com, is our website, and we'll be posting new events. And you can follow us on our Facebook Durian Gray Productions, same thing, D-U-R-I-A-N-G-R-E-Y Productions. That's our Facebook page. We post up new ones, we'll post some of the process in between, and I'll admit, you kind of, I might be the face of this group, but <laughs> the business side just left this morning because he's got work tomorrow. He you're has the, all the booking. So you're saying you're the face, but the business end is is elsewhere. Yes. Uh, okay. This is this is awful to say. So my typical character I play for the Mad Cat melodramas, the face of the company, Mister Durian Gray, a really unfortunate name, but I do a lot of the writing and uh, prop building, costuming, and with the with the cast. The guy who was walking around, if you guys recall, the bald, angry-looking butler beside me. Yeah, he's our business end. <laughs> he does our management. And he's actually, he's not like that at all. He is a brilliant, amazing actor, funny and witty. But he just likes getting into this mode of 
walking around just dour and silent the whole time. And the fellow with the fantastic red coat, he does a lot of our marketing. He manages our website, our Instagram account, things like that. We're, we, we wear many hats in this because obviously we all come in with different skills to make it happen. You know, yes. it take, well, it takes, you know, working together helps a lot. A you know, having crew. people with the right yeah. skills to do the thing, right things you need to do. Absolutely. This, I mean, you guys sound fantastic. I'm sorry I missed your show. Are you are you performing again today? Or Sad are you just to doing say, the- everyone else, um, again, we may be weekend warriors, but some of us also work on the right, weekend. Okay. So a decent amount of the troop have headed out today. Uh, it's myself and a few, um, a few of the other members. You might see them. Actually, that's another fun one. Literal clowns. Two of the guys do these steampunk clowns. Sometimes they're hobo clowns with the little bindles and the roughed up clothing. I today saw they're them earlier. De- yeah. Today they're debuting their food cart. Don't actually <laughs> eat anything from it. It's all like the sight gag, prop gags. Ask them for the key lime pie, then ask them for the lime key. Don't worry. That'll make sense in a moment. Um, but they're going to be around, and I'm going to be set up in the uh, saloon. It's actually over my shoulder right now, but I'm going to be playing the piano there for quarters and such. Typically, we have our big show during Saturday, and then most of us work the weekend, so we have to clear out on Sunday. Gotcha. Yeah. But again, if you're around Akon, come on in. I want you guys to be in. We'll see if we can swing you tickets for the tea. And I would like to apologize in advance, (laughs) because if we know you, we harass you first. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) I do not know this man. (laughs) No, wait. Who is this again? I'm going to get a mustache like this. (laughs) So... Well, I mean, you're not a band, so you don't play music. Do you have any, like, videos of your acts on, on we YouTube or any ways? We're slowly working on that right now. Just getting the website ready was the biggest trick. Um, the Instagram has photos and okay. occasional videos. Again, that would be The Durian Gray. I don't know why Kid comes up with these or how he does, but bless him. Um, it's up to him. He had those set up. Ideally, we may have a few video shoots. We try not to give away everything too much because, um, actually, I should mention that for the improv elements for the Madcap Melodrama, we have A or B choices for the audience. Okay. They oh. At certain points, like the airship was going to crash. Do they go down with the ship or do they abandon ship? And they vote yes or no, and then we play out the scene and it changes the story along. So I let them take pictures or video clips, but if it isn't in its entire that's best because yeah. then you can see how one way would have gone. Okay. We like to keep you surprised and changed. And hell, it surprises us sometimes too. <laughs> that's, the, that's, improv, that's the nature yeah. of improv. Yeah. At the end, the damsel never seems to be rescued, oh. and we have to vote to the audience. So wait, a big kiss happens at the end. Who's the hero kiss? And it's gotten weirder and weirder <laughs> since then. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm um, hit up the websites. Ideally, uh, the Facebook will be a great point of announcements as we get more videos up. Some of our old radio show work. We'll be releasing them out to the group and talking about those too. Yeah, I look, for, I look forward to hearing those radio show work. Thank you, thank you very much. Yes, I really appreciate you stopping by. Uh, I'm glad you're here on Sunday, where the rest of your team had to go back to work. Uh, well, um, that's because I have one of the, I have one of those jobs. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's actually great. I, but yes, I try my best to make it in and stay the long, the long way through. Because when you're the face of it, when when I can't even walk here not in caution without them expecting me to do a bit. So <laughs> it's become part of who I am now. Yes, awesome. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be part of a Texas Steampunk Connections podcast. Thank you all for having me, guys. Oh, thank, thank you for, you for stopping by. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can edit that out. We are still at Steampunk November 2018. Uh, it's getting late in the evening, and we're cold. Yes. <laughs> Before we get too much further, still. we want to shout out 
to uh, Fair Treasures. Yep, our, fr- our, fr- our friend Christine. Kristen, sorry. Kristen, it's, it's Fair Treasures has lent Flavio one of their fantastic cloaks from oh, there. It's nice and so warm. So he doesn't die. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Kristen. Thank you. I feel treasures. so pretty. Um, you can find them at Fair Treasures on Facebook. Uh, yes, she does excellent work. I think they have an Etsy store and yep. other good things. All but, the good so stuff. Look them up. We'll link them in the in the description there in face on YouTube. Uh, but we have another guest. This yes. is an awesome band called Space Corps. We've been talking about these guys for for months and months because yes. we've, we've seen them a few times, and finally, finally, we get to talk oh, to you guys. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so we're very excited. Introduce yourselves. Greetings, people of Earth. I'm Captain Amazing. And I'm Anunnaki Spawn. You're who? Anunnaki Spawn. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you're still your time travelers. Are you? That's right. And you're a band. Awesome. Right. I love this. We yeah. had to stop somewhere along the timeline. This might as well be here. You got to support yourself in your travels. Yes. Right. Actually, we've just been told that we're a time traveling podcast ourselves. Uh, um, <laughs> we are actually recording live. In the, the past, past. Yes. so you can listen in the future. Who hear us in the future? <laughs> yeah, we knew that. <laughs> our, uh, our, our kind of uh, organizing uh, principle is that we are the future as imagined by the past. So that's kind of that's very steampunk. Yeah, very. yes, it fits right in. Yeah, so we're we're more of a like a ray punk thing, uh, like old Beth Rogers and Flash. Yeah, I love that stuff. stuff. Yeah, uh, but. You know, it's hard to, hard to pull that off when you're 50. <laughs> so I, I drift drift back into the steampunk thing, and I'm glad I do because there's lots of people that that uh, are, you know enjoy it and support us. So. Oh yeah, we to be we have really enjoyed. Yeah, ever since we first uh, saw you at the Steampunk Lab Factory in San Marcos. Well, cool. Which unfortunately you just said was closed now. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's that's closing, sad. He's going to know. out of business. He's closing down. That is yeah. sad oh, news. Tough. Yeah. Yep. That would explain why he hasn't had any meetups recently. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I guess. You know, if you if you want to contact Ryan Sellers, uh, I mean Ryan Carroll, Ryan Carroll is the man who's going to take over all the business from that actual oh. location. Oh, okay. I don't know if he'll still be working from that location, but he's going to have all the equipment and all the materials, and he was the principal designer of all the lamps anyway. So cool. Yeah. So, so hopefully he'll be, set up, and hopefully he'll hopefully continue, continue the meetings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But so tell us, tell, tell us more about. Base Core. Uh, how did you uh, get together? What? Uh, how did you develop your concept? Uh, what brought you here? Well, I used to work for some very bad men. You know, the kind that would like to, you know, destroy a, a, a galaxy so that they could, you know, take over the next one. That kind of thing. You know, and you know, those guys. I'll tell you right now, they always get defeated eventually. And you know, then what do you do? I mean, you're a henchman for a bad guy. Nobody likes you. You know, I can see the writing on the wall. So I, I stole one of their time machines, and well, I wound up here eventually. I mean, I don't really know how to work the thing, so uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of a drag. Yeah, but you know, kind of a weird. So you time. just go where it takes you. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was a one-way trip. Okay. And you know, when you got I got cool here, guitars. I was you know a little out of place. So I I just started hanging out in clubs and listening to music and. Uh, uh, decided I would try it myself. You seem to be doing pretty good at so far. <laughs> well, hopefully people uh, enjoy listening about uh, love and loss among the stars. Yes. There are some definitely familiar themes <laughs> uh, in, in your retro-futuristic 
Uh, laments. The, the, the secret is you write a song about a girl you used to know, and then you put it in space. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, what, uh, what did I say? You, you stumbled across us in this 20th, 21st century Yeah, what uh, century world. are we in again? What, uh, <laughs> what made you want to stay? What, uh, what, well, we, we're in San Marcos. Yeah. If you've never been there and don't advertise it, it's, it's a wonderful. I've been the to San Marcos. 72 degrees year-round, yeah. <laughs> and it flows right out of the earth. I've, I've been Although on that can't river. can't do better. <laughs> Although we wish not so many people would use it. Yes. <laughs> we get the spillover from New Braunfels. And, ah, man, that's, uh, that's not great. But oh well. I mean, hey, there's there's businesses that are built around that uh, that kind of interest. So you know, it's kind of hard to go backwards. The spirit of music is so alive there, and this, so that's really true. been a, a a feeding point to John. I've watched him for a long time. <laughs> used to be a club there called the Triple Crown, where they had uh, open mics on Sunday nights, and that's kind of where I cut my teeth and started becoming Captain Amazing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's when we first heard about you. Yeah. Uh, at, we were at a previous um, uh, Steampunk Lamp Factory event, and one of the guys there was like, "Yeah, there's this club, the Triple Crown, and you need to see these guys and these guys." And uh, uh, Space Corps was definitely one that that he picked out. They they, they play there regularly, and they're cool. <laughs> uh, but we didn't have to go into Triple Crown because they, then the next show was like. There you guys were. One of those yeah. events. Yep. That was awesome. That was the Christmas show, right? Was it, was Christmas? it Christmas? Might have been Christmas. It was. I don't know. It was the one in December, right? I think so. Let's was say there? Yes. Yeah. Let's say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's when it was. If not, we'll just travel back to there and make it. It's just so. always cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was an acoustic version of the band, and uh, that was, was Dave's that? first show. At the Lamp Factory. Yeah, the Lamp Factory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, we knew that was. Uh, your first show, Dave, uh-huh. the, the bassist we're talking to, uh-huh. um, and uh, you were just uh, getting a feel for the the music. Uh, the tracks In fact, I hadn't heard the drummer, and so the music <laughs> I wrote to what I was playing with John was a different dynamic, I'm sure, than the music had ever been. And yeah, there so was when, no drummer. It was just yeah, three, and so when know. we finally did get together with the drummer and the time all worked out for everybody, it was not what I expected. And I, I actually had to go home and think about it. Like, do I want to do this? Because it was so much drum. But we, we, we really put it together and, and made it come together. And I went back and, and sat up on the other side of the room and looked at it. And we really, really, I think we've really made something. It's been great to, really to see you evolve and develop just in the last, you know, we've seen you three times now. Uh-huh. Uh, once with just the three of you, then with the drummer at, at uh, Wimberley Market Days. And now here, you are clearly more polished. Uh, you, you're, you're getting your chops down and you're just turning into something really fantastic. It really is good. Yeah, we, uh, we just recorded and uh, released a, a new record. Uh, is that this so one right here? That's uh-huh. it. Awesome. Um, it's Tell got, us about it. Yeah, it's it's basically our set. Um, the uh, instrument of my seduction. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's part of the lyrics from the song, and uh, 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 the, the instrument of my seduction now becomes the means of my destruction. Oh, <laughs> me and my rega. <laughs> so oh my. It's, it's just fun. It's just fun. Uh, you know, I. I 
I really, uh, I really kind of enjoy the space theme. You know, there's all things you can do with it. Like, you know, it's a lonely place out in space. And, it's, you know, there's a lot of space out there. Uh, loneliness and isolation and madness and, and you know, death and brutality. You know, it's all in there. All the you stuff just, of poetry. Yeah, that's is. right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the most poetic fella in the world, but I, I, I try to tap into some sense of adventure and fun. Uh, and you know you got to sing about something, so it's usually about a girl, and then I turn it into an inanimate object like space or an <laughs> asteroid, that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I actually, uh, uh, you know, I, I wrote a song uh, about a girl I wanted to date, never quite got to. Uh, it was called Celeste La Vie because I thought it was cute. And uh, uh, one day I heard about the uh, Rosetta mission, uh, and. Uh, I changed the lyrics, and that's the song now. It's about how the uh, the uh, the probe lands on the surface of the of the comet, and they travel together forever, and it's like a romance. Kind of <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I've always felt that uh, the unrequited love is the purest <laughs> love. Because it isn't complicated with actual interaction or, or you know. Oh, I got a lot of pure love. Of, of, <laughs> I've got a lot of unrequited love out there. <laughs> it, it, uh, there are children listening. <laughs> Keep your love to yourself. Potentially. <laughs> Space is vast. So, so did, did you know you were steampunk when you started or did we just adopt you and turned you into steampunk? Because that's happened. We've done that to other bands. It seems like that is has what happened. For, for yeah. one thing, I cannot find a tailor that that does Buck Rogers or Flash Gordon stuff. You know, uh, just, I'm sure somebody here can I, do that for you. I'm sure, <laughs> but I, I don't have those connections. Maybe... Somebody out there in Radio Land. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's there's, there's some leather workers we just talked to. Um, we got the, the Fair Treasures. That she, you know, she's a great seamstress. I mean, somebody can make something for you. My my style is uh, goofy cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my name for it because it's 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 goofy, but then you kind of go, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's retro. It's a lot of that, retro yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why. That's where the fusion comes in. I think with the steampunk scene is that because we're from the you know future, we we actually are coming from where you're going, and <laughs> and the fusion is here when we get here. Yeah, the yeah. fusion is here. <laughs> And, and I, I love your hat. That is that is an you. awesome hat. I got a hat jealousy right now. Oh, thank um, you so much, man. <laughs> we did, we didn't uh, uh, drag him up here for this show, but uh, we uh, our our amplifiers are uh, set inside the bodies of old radios. Nice. Oh yeah. Working on yeah. It's online. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Some pictures uh-huh. like oh. Yeah, that's, so that's it's kind of it's kind of cool, and it's fun too. But it's, <laughs> it, this is not the easiest thing to, to travel around with. <laughs> <laughs> a little bulky, maybe. <laughs> yeah, those old radios. They're you know whatever. Well, so uh, how would uh, our listeners uh, find you online so they can listen to? We're, we're obviously going to play one of your tracks on this station, uh, on this uh, show, if you let us. Uh, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> but if they want to know more, uh, where do they go? We have a website. What's the website? I hear it's buggy. www.thespacecoreband.com. www.thespacecoreband.com. Work in progress. Work in progress. Okay. For whatever reason, the, the mobile version is not 
compatible. So mobile? It's not playing. It, it doesn't let you download the whole album, all eight songs. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, we're working on that. We'll figure it out. Well, as long as I can get one or two off, You'll be, we can possibly be able put them on this podcast music. for you. Absolutely. It is harder to develop thi- things for the internet here in the past, where we don't have the tools and technology. Uh, it does make a difference. Primitive technology. Yeah. It. It's just <laughs> They're using keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Yeah, did you? Did you re- did, I, saw, I saw you talking to that guy with the guitar. Did you recruit him? I, uh, <laughs> I, I made a play. I made a play. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I these days uh, time and space are something of an obstacle, and uh, yeah, we can only in different towns is a little bit difficult. Yeah, we can only go in one direction in time at this particular moment. Um, well, sort of. We, we're we're recording in the past, so you can listen to us in the future. Uh, so I mean, we of course have cracked time travel, but you know, everyone else out there, no. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> uh, Dave himself plays keyboards. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he's in uh, several other bands. <laughs> I'm lucky enough to uh, to get them occasionally. How many other bands are you in? Uh, I'm in one project and in another band that's working. It's, it's what? Working. Working? Yeah. Playing, playing a lot of shows. And what kind of music do they play? Uh, I call it Texas Rock and Roll. Oh, I like Texas, Texas Rock, rock and Roll. roll. Yeah. What's the name? Peace Pipe Profits. Peace Pipe Profits. Uh-huh. Sounds good to me. You can find them on Facebook too, I hope. Yes, you can. The Profits. Okay, really yeah. good band. We're going to check them out. Yeah, yeah. I we, went we to high school shows. with several of those guys. Yeah, know. we're playing We're playing next weekend, uh, Canyon I mean, Lake. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 some, some, somebody. That looked like them in the future. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Could have been a, could be a, a. I can't keep this going. A relative or something. <laughs> I, I did hear on a like, public radio station uh, an article about. Uh, classic rock music and just rock in general uh, versus uh, hip-hop and, and rap music, which is obviously much more popular and uh, that's much more mainstream now uh, and makes a lot more money selling records or what have you. But uh, hip-hop and rap, apparently, uh, do not fill stadiums with, with listeners, but rock and roll can fill those stadiums. Rock yeah. has, has a sort of uh, draw to big crowds that uh, that the the stuff that kids are listening to now don't. Right. And, uh, speaking as as someone with some years under their belt, uh, how, how do you feel that that you fit in where rock is is going, and is there going to be people taking over the the rock and roll? Is there a scene still? Is it going uh, somewhere? Well, I mean, who's going to be rock and roll when our old rock and rollers are no longer with us? I, I, I mean, uh, I can remember when the the emo thing happened in, in you know, like 2000, whatever that was. And I was kind of going, okay, it has the form and the shape of, you know, bands that I'm more familiar with, but it had a different kind of uh, attitude. And I'm like, a. I'm sure it wasn't nearly as obnoxious as the punk thing back was in the 70s. <laughs> did, did I speak? I don't, uh, I don't know. Was that the I 2070s? Need, or? I, need learn, I need to learn how to speak uh, English, apparently. But, um, yeah, I mean, but I saw it. Uh, you know, I was there when the grunge thing happened. I was, you know, participant. You know, there's a thing called post-punk, which was, uh, I guess, bands like Husker Du epitomized it. And uh, they were like a DIY late 80s uh, you know actually it was early 80s too uh, uh, 
Meat Puppets and those guys. Okay. Uh, you know, they inspired me when I was uh, in college. And uh, I said, man, I always wanted to be in a band. I was in a band in high school, and I was not very good. When I left the band, they got really good. It's painful when the band you're in, you, you know? leave, and they get a lot better. Uh, you know, I was, I was holding oh, Thax has, You don't know anything about that, do you, Thax? <laughs> I did I didn't get serious about playing guitar and writing songs until my 40s. Uh, so, it, you know, everyone out there, don't give up hope. <laughs> yes. Hang on to your dreams. Hang on to your dreams. But, uh, yeah, as far as who's going to take over rock and roll, you just never know. Uh, Keith Richards forever. Uh, <laughs> as long as the Rolling Stones have a, a hold on our soul, they will be a part of that rock and roll pantheon somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, my favorite band is Cheap Trick. Uh, and I think you can hear a little bit of that in the enthusiasm <laughs> that we bring to the stage. Because, uh, and Rick Nielsen, he's what, 71 now? I, I, I want to see them every chance I get because it's not going to happen forever. And yeah. They just they just make my heart sore. Nice. Uh, and, uh, I can remember that line from, uh, what was it? Um, uh, what was the, the coming of age movie when uh, I was a kid? The one with Phoebe Cates in it. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. They said, hey, you want to score some cheap trick tickets? And the girl says, cheap trick? Something for kids? Uh. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old now, and I'm like, they are my favorite band. So, it hurt my soul to hear that. <laughs> nice. Oh, do you have any upcoming um, any upcoming gigs besides here? Uh, we've got uh, December seventh. Uh, we're gonna play a little place called Wake the Dead in San Marcos. Wake the There's a place called Wake the Dead in San Marcos. We'll have to okay. keep an eye. Yeah, on. it's Wake a coffee place. Uh, okay. Uh, but they have this nice little community theater uh, yeah. uh, attached to it. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Uh, it's a uh, nice space. It, it only holds about 15 people. <laughs> it's a nice. <laughs> it's space. very intimate. It's yeah. very intimate. Awesome. But you can put your amps in there and crank it up and yes, yeah. allowed yeah. to do that. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, well, thank you very much for sitting down and talking with Absolutely. us. Absolutely, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Definitely, definitely a pleasure. Um, oh. we maybe do it again sometime when you got more stuff going on. Okay, you know? uh -huh. and we'll keep keep in touch with you, and we will we'll be playing a track from their album. And all right, everybody That'd enjoy. Ah, okay. So still at Steampunk November. 2018, wrapping it up, and we have Judas and Magnolia. Hey there, folks. Hello. The escape artists. We had you guys on about two years ago, I think. It's mm -hmm. been a moment. We're glad it's been to be a back. a long time. Uh, but you guys are awesome still. I Thank see you. you. Thank <laughs> you. I, I, I really like you guys. We, last I saw you was at Sherwood, actually. And then, then we saw you here. That's now. right. We were on the pirate stage. The pirate stage in Sherwood, which is funny because Erica was like from the first, the first year the pirate stage was built. She was on, on yeah. cast. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't remember that. We were, we were That's wonderful. Oh. <laughs> Pirates of Sherwood. I don't believe no more. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're keeping the pirate tradition strong That's out so there. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Good memories for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So I, I see you. I mean, you have a you have a somewhat a new escape act, but you guys that was a transformation act. Yeah, it's called the metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. That's what I was working for, Matt. That is, you guys are fast. That Thank is a you. fast Thank metamorphosis. Well, I'm it was a stunt that was done by Harry and Bess Houdini. Mm-hmm. They would claim to do this stunt in what they called the twinkle of an eye, three seconds. And all their publications, they would advertise in three seconds. Uh-huh. Magnolia and I do it in two. Yes, one I know. You're, you're, that's amazingly fast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And I've seen it like four times, and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's quite an and endorsement. Guys, so so what, what else is new with you guys since, we, since like two years ago we've what? had you on? Anything new going that's on with you guys? That's right. What all, new I, mean, you, I know you travel a lot. Well, right? we've yeah. traveled around the world of our show. This year we've performed in Cairo, mm. Egypt for a little bit. Wow. we performed all across the United States. Uh, Far off as Salt Lake City, Egypt. Let's see, we'll be finishing up our year in Istanbul, Turkey, doing some shows. Oh, wow. So when you're like in Istanbul or Egypt, do you have time to like take a look around and be tourists we as do. well? Yeah, okay, we, that's yeah, we awesome. Just take advantage nice. of that while you're there. Absolutely. Well, and when we uh, when we went to Cairo. Uh, and, and we stopped in on uh, Alexandria and Giza and, you know, all of that. Um, one of the things that we really heard from a lot of our fans was that they loved the photos and the videos yes, that we were like uploading. On Facebook, I've seen them on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, when we were not performing, you know, when we were checking out the pyramids and the Sphinx and the, uh, the library at Alexandria, you know, people were really, really excited about being able to travel with us. And so that's something that we're looking to do more and more. Uh, and a lot of that content is actually going to be on our Patreon, okay. which we just launched in November. Just the yeah, just this month. Yeah, just tell the, the beginning listeners of this where month. to go for that. On yeah, Patreon. so uh, if you don't know very much about Patreon, you just go to patreon.com. Uh, it's spelled like patron, but with an E. <laughs> so uh, once you get on there, you can search for Judas and Magnolia, and we should pop right up. Or uh, if you prefer Facebook, you can find us on there, and you can get links to our Patreon. We're also on Instagram, and you can get to our Patreon from there. So you guys have any new anything else new in the works for like a new trick or new new uh, Always. stunt? Or something? <laughs> Always. Every season we try to bring out something new. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We're not quite ready to reveal to the public what exactly it's going to be yet, but it's going to be something big for 2019. I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to be back here next year we in plan to November? Be. We're going to be Are here. We'll be in Brevard, Florida, Sherwood in Texas, All right. Avalon in Texas, awesome. Scarborough, and a whole lot of others. That's good to know. I'm all, I'll probably see you in Sherwood next then. Fantastic. Well, Sherwood's just right down the road from my place. It's easy to get to for me. Nice, so, nice. And I, nice. I really enjoy it every time I see you guys. Um, I know it's getting late and you're probably cold. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'll let you go. Well, Thank it was a you. Pleasure to Thank chat. you so Thank much.
That was Raygun by uh, Space, Space Corps. Corps. Which we've talked about many, many times. <laughs> and now you've just uh, listened to them at length, or listened to Captain Amazing. And his and his cohort, because he was on. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the <laughs> remember who we talked to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, f- at this point, it was a month ago. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. It has been right, a while. Right, right. But they were great. I uh, hope you enjoyed them. If you ever get a chance to get down to San Marcos, there's a great music scene down there. And Space Corps is part of that. And they have their own thing that they do. And it's awesome. San, yes. San Marcos is pretty cool now. It's like Austin was 20 odd years ago. Yeah, I could go on about that. But instead, <laughs> let's talk about upcoming events. Yes, All right. Let's. Yes. We have on December 20th an Oddities Market Austin featuring Captain Burton's Fun Time Sideshow Circus at the Elysium, which is at 705 Red River Street, Austin, Texas. Tickets are only $5. And says just in time for the winter gift-giving holidays, an Oddities Market Austin will have that perfect gift for that someone with a unique taste in your life. There will be vendors with things in jars, creepy artwork, clothing, and curiosities, as well as live music and shows. Check it out. It should be a fun time. Okay. And then the week after that, December 21st, the Winter Solstice Lantern Parade is at the Mueller Lake Park, 4550 Mueller Boulevard, Austin, Texas. This is Minor Mishaps Winter Solstice Lantern Parade has become an annual celebration of light, community, music, creativity, and booty shaking. Woohoo! Each year, we gather together on the longest night of the year with lanterns in hand. Together, we made a collective art piece, a swirl of beauty of all our lanterns together in one place, under the night sky. Minor Mishap Marching Band, a 25-piece brass band, will provide the soundtrack. And these guys are so much fun. Yeah, they are. Oh, so much energy. We've we've uh, seen them at other events before, and they're they're cool. They're they're bizarre. They're very Austin. <laughs> uh, I don't know how else to describe that. <laughs> yeah. they're, There's they're... a little bit more here real quick here that they that you should probably know. Uh, Minor Mishap Winter Solstice Parade is free, but we do require your RSVP by following this link. There's a link here in the invite on Facebook. It even says here, we all know an RSVP, RSVP on Facebook doesn't count. <laughs> so go to follow this link to RSVP for them. I guess they want to get a head count. They, they need to yeah. so that they know who to expect. And, you know, fire marshals don't come down on them or well, whatever. Here's Please make flameless lanterns. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> the beauty and magic of this event is all in contributing to our own piece of beauty and the light of, on the whole. Hundreds of lanterns coming together in the night sky is truly a beautiful sight. It's easy to make a beautiful light diffuser out of paper or fabric or a jar or by poking holes in a can and attaching it to a flashlight. We'll post some ideas in the discussion links. So, yeah, no actual flame. No actual lanterns. Paper, flameless lanterns, please. That's cool. Now, now we have to build something. Yeah, very steampunk. <laughs> what else? What's next? Is that me? That's you. Okay. So the day after that, so now we've got like the 20th, 21st, 22nd. Yeah, full weekend. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas Gothic Ball at the Elysium Nightclub. The leaves are turning. The temperature is finally dropping. Pumpkins are grinning at you from every window and doorstep. Well, what's this? Children singing songs? Lights and sound of music in the air. The smell of cakes and pies absolutely everywhere. It must be time for the nightmare before Christmas, gothic ball and bazaar. Your host, DJ Crescendal, our very own Pumpkin Queen, and DJ Neff have a lot of great things in store for you this year. So come out, be entertained, drink, dance, sing, and shop for some of the most unique items in Texas. 
sing-alongs with a vi- with videos all night from door open we will play sing-alongs shadow casting will be done along with every song and all are welcome to join in uh, costumes are encouraged fill our halloween town with your creativity and visit the photo booth photo booth and backdrop will be available buy prints and you and your friends on the spot with special background and lots of neat props specialty drink menu featuring at both the upstairs and some really special items at the downstairs bar that you won't want to miss performers for the evening will be alexander danger anderson at, as the pumpkin king mars capone as the narrator mad madman maverick and more to be announced and let's not forget our cast sandy claus jackie skellington sal the ragdoll zero and of course oogie boogie and so many more so yes the elysium downtown december 22nd starts at 8 p.m goes till 2 30 in the morning that's a lot going on <laughs> oh i just see something else for december 22nd okay tell it all right uh this is called in the in the uh as a nod, another nod to our goth friends. On December twenty second, the Bloody Rose December Black Market Ooh. at the Bloody Rose Boutique, one hundred West North Loop Boulevard in Austin. This is the uh, Bloody Rose Black Market Saturday, December twenty second, from eleven to three. Participating artists and vendor lists so far: Lady Alchemy thirteen, Angels Devilish Creations, PRL Creative. Oh, I know Angel. Rogue Warriors Soap Company, woo, soap, Rose and Plum. <laughs> Vendors and artists can still apply to participate. Uh, there's a link at the event uh, webpage. They're looking for artists and vendors specializing in horror, punk, metal, goth themes. No resellers or vintage. Check it out. It looks like it should be a bloody good time. <laughs> awesome. And for anybody who does not have already have plans for New Year's Eve, December 31st, it's the New Year's Eve Labyrinth theme Masquerade Ball. Ooh. It's happening on Indian Roller, which is a uh, 10006 Manchaka Road or Manchak or Ooh. Manchaka, however you want to pronounce Whoa. it. I, I, You're I killing me. Yeah, it bothers it bothers stacks, that's why I said that. <laughs> um, twenty eighteen, you have no power over me. On New Year's Eve, we're throwing a buoy. Or Bowie, sorry, Bowie, Bowie New Year's Ball, where we celebrate the legend, the chameleon, and the man, David Bowie. Bowie New Year's Ball, Monday, December thirty first, twenty eighteen, was a labyrinth masquerade ball. Get into this, she, get into she's spirit with us. Glam it up like you could be king or you could be queen. Wear a magic mask and let's love the alien with some glitter on top. Super creeps will be performing a special two hour set live. Special DJ set by DJ She Wolf. Free photo booth and free champagne toast at midnight. There is no cover for this event. 21 plus. Doors will open at 9 p.m. More details to come. Make your plans now. <laughs> I was reading over the, the text you're reading there. It's like, get into she spirit. Oh, the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Little yeah, fat like, finger error right there. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was like, like, huh? yeah, I wouldn't have got that either. But that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I've never heard of Indian Roller before. So that might be an opportunity to see a new new place in austin that we haven't been to before yeah. uh, it's a shame all of our events we talk about are really almost all are in austin because facebook knows where we live and it says oh you're gonna want to see events where you live yeah, yeah. so if, <laughs> but so i don't we, get to hear about stuff that's outside in uh you know outside our area like houston, houston dallas, dallas san antonio, san antonio yeah so if you know things out there let us know yeah yeah um 
So, and, and I feel like I have to apologize for not telling you about stuff where you are. Um, but Facebook is great for that. It wants yeah. to tell you. <laughs> we, we need some outside correspondence. So if you live in these other cities, you can be our point of contact to let us know what's going on in your city. Please. We need points of contact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm begging you people to talk us up. Um, and of course, as I mentioned last episode, the steampunk Naval expedition is leaving new Orleans, Louisiana, February 2nd of next year. Now is still time to book and get tickets and join uh, the gathering group that that's uh, going out there. They are super fun. We did this two years ago uh, and made some, some new friends across the country and uh, across the world, really. Uh, if you're into cruising or you think you might be into cruising, you take this opportunity. <laughs> take this opportunity for this uh, this cruise in February. Right. Go go to the Facebook. There's a Facebook group for it for all the yeah. information. Steampunk right. Naval Expedition. Join that group. You will see uh, how to book and what the route is. And uh, go have fun. It's great. <laughs> and I'm going to say one quick last thing um, for next year's Steampunk November. We may or may not have a sponsor. <laughs> Yay! More more details to come as things are worked out. <laughs> So that'll be a little bit different for us. We won't be stuck at our booth and stuff like that. So. But we will be able to make more interviews mm-hmm. and tell you about new uh, people that we meet there. See more acts. So it'll be great. Yeah. So until next time. Mind, mind your, your gauges. gauges. This has been the Texas Steampunk Connection version 3.0. Opening and closing music by Tricyclo Circus Band. Excusez-moi. Thank you for joining us. We hope to see you out and about one of our adventures. Or to join you on yours. We welcome your correspondence. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, fanboytv.com, or your favorite podcast outlet. Until next time. Mind, mind your, your gauges. gauges.